Hi guys, just a warning that today's episode does contain a little bit of colourful language, so if there's some young ears around, perhaps pop in some headphones. You are listening to the JCN Clinic Podcast. The JCN Clinic Podcast is a place where nutritionalists Jessica Cox and Carissa Mason get real about nutrition and living a healthy life. They share with you their passion and their clinical knowledge for a fun, no BS approach to looking after yourself. Please enjoy today's episode and don't forget to subscribe and iTunes. Hi, and welcome to another episode of the JCM Podcast. Welcome, show. Welcome. (laughs) (laughs) JCM Podcast show. (laughs) Throw that in. I'm Jessica. And I'm Carissa. And we're a little bit extra excited today because we're going to be talking about something we've had a lot of correspondence about. Loads of questions about. Mm -hmm. Um, Over the last probably... Fortnite, would Fortnite, you say? yeah, and interestingly, yeah. we didn't actually talk about this, and then, so should we just say what we're going to talk about, and then we can talk about? Oh, you reckon? Yeah. Let's do it. So we want to talk to you guys about the documentary What the Health. Um, it's uh, it's obviously it's been around for a while now, but there just seems to be a lot of stuff on social media, and. The last few weeks, I guess Jess and I, we haven't actually spoken to each other about it, but we'd had a lot of people individually asking us and contacting each of us on social media about our thoughts about it. It did become a bit of a conversation that I overheard some other people talking about, and I went home the other night and I thought, okay, well, I'm going to watch this documentary, and then interestingly enough, you text me as I was downloading or bringing the documentary up on Netflix to to ask me to watch it because you had just watched it the night before or something. I think I was, yeah, I think I had, or I was in the middle of watching it, and I was just... Yeah, you have to watch this. Yeah. So, um, so I guess that's what we want to talk about we today. Do, definitely. Um, and because a lot of the questions we've got, whether they be via, I guess, mainly social media, people are just really confused and watching the- it and just getting these mixed messages and unsure of whether they should be taking what they're hearing from the documentary as gospel yeah to heart and whether they should be changing their diet and then i think that it's interesting that i think people are innately watching it and going that doesn't seem right and then reaching out and going hang on is this right well, like is this is this yeah is this actually true or? yeah exactly. so so i think and for me i know we chatted the tiniest bit about it yesterday mm. but i think with the way the film is structured, it's obviously aimed at looking at a more of a healthy approach to dealing with cardiovascular disease and diabetes in yep. particular, but yep. it does definitely delve into cancer as well. Delves into cancer. Um, and one of the things we're saying is how it's almost like it's these three different structures to the film where yeah. it's got this <laughs> the, was it that? Oh, yeah, this <laughs> schizophrenic, schizophrenic <laughs> style. Schizophrenic style so it's documentary. Got this, like, starting 20 minutes which for us was the most problematic where it talks about saturated fats and protein being really problematic and diet. pretty much like a death sentence meat-based protein in regards to raising cholesterol and heightening diabetes and so forth yep. um, and saying that carbohydrates are pretty much fine in massive um, amounts, sugar's yep, fine yep, in massive amounts. Good. And then it sort of moves from there and delves into, as you put it, a bit of a Michael Moore rehash. It, it honestly yeah. was like, because yeah. I think, so let's just to say going into this documentary, the reason I didn't rush out and watch it is because there's so many documentaries mm. about health and everything. And 
I guess I some some of them I watch, some of them I take with a grain of salt. I think the reason I so I went into this one when I first saw it advertised, you know, a couple of months ago, and I actually saw um Jacqueline Jacqueline Phoenix. Yeah, Joaquin, um, I think it is. Joaquin Phoenix. I think that's more anyway, Johnny Cash Spunk, whatever we want to call him. <laughs> Let's just call him the Johnny Cash spunk. Um, so I thought, oh, that's interesting. He's doing a documentary. Yeah. And it was more promoted in my mind as a, a, vegan, a film promoting veganism. Yeah. So when I think then I guess it did gain a lot of attention. I saw a lot of people, um, especially some of my friends that um, are, are vegans or even just some people who advocate a plant-based diet, um, posting on social media and posting positive things about it. I was actually going into it um, thinking that, I was a bit excited because I was like, okay, well, this has obviously gained a lot of attention from a lot of people, this film. Hopefully there's something in this, or I was more excited, I guess, for there to be something in this that was going to promote plant-based eating. Like, um, not doesn't have to be vegan, but if it is, fine. But just maybe some new research, something exciting that really drove home the sense that a plant-based diet is healthy. And I guess that's what I was excited about. And then in the last, say, 10 days or so, a lot of people must have been watching it at the same time. And I'm just all of a sudden I've heard people go, I'm going vegan based on this. I'm like, holy heck, there must be some friggin' good information yeah, yeah. in this if a lot of people are watching this and feeling so strongly about it. Yeah. So I thought, okay, Carissa, nutritionist, get your shit together, go and watch this. Because <laughs> people were asking me. So I was, I did go into it with the mindset that hoping, like a, a good mindset, I guess, that, you know, in this day and age, if you're going to present information like this, yeah. um, or information out there promoting any sort of healthy diet, that it's going to be. F- very more so fact-based, not biased and present a good argument yeah. for pros and cons. Yeah. This documentary or whatever the hell you want to call it for, the, for me, <laughs> it honestly wasn't. The first 20 no. minutes, I was freaking, I was livid. I was watching. Just I going, was too. I, was, I actually had to turn it off. I couldn't watch it in one go. Same. Like yeah. I stopped for a while and then that's when it actually trans- transitioned yes, to the more to Michael Moore, yeah. Moore style thing about everything that's going on in the agricultural or food yeah. meat industry and like no shit that stuff yeah. was around 20 years ago you only had to watch kentucky fried cruelty documentaries and yeah, yeah. so that wasn't new information to me i do think people no, should be aware it of had nothing even though that's really valid it super didn't valid. have anything to do with the presentation that first 20 minutes no, it was, at all i like the term schizophrenic because it sort yeah. of went from this thing to all of a sudden my whole mood changed watching it i was really yeah, angry yeah. about it, and not angry in the sense let's be clear i wasn't angry that about the information they were presenting and angry in a sense of like, yeah, this is so right. I was actually angry because a lot of the information was freaking flawed. Yeah. A lot of the studies, like, I, yeah, a lot of the studies weren't great. I did pull the research and stop watching the documentary. We'll go through these, yeah, but about that. Oh, yeah. I was freaking irate actually. <laughs> like, I had my earphones in and I was like, apparently, Greg told me I was screaming at my iPad. <laughs> He actually came over and tapped me and said, and I took my earphones out and I was like, what? <laughs> and he's like, you're yelling at yeah. your fucking iPad. <laughs> you, know, you have to like, you know, turn it off. You're like, I can't deal with this anymore. Oh my God. Okay, but so- yeah, it kind of, it went into that middle section and then it was like, it took all of that and mm. then went into this um, final point of like the vegan diet being like the ultimate diet for athletes and for, for then pushing for health, into these people who they showed that were on death's row had changed their diet and yep. were suddenly on the path to healing in two yeah. weeks. So it's like, dude, like, you, this is... <laughs> 
so cherry picking the information. Yeah, You've yeah. got people. We don't know what their diet was like beforehand when they were sick. And clearly, like, like show us their diet first, and you put them on a plant based diet. Of course, you're gonna. Of course, feel you're better. gonna see improvements. Like we've had this discussion about yeah. eating, living a completely toxic lifestyle, to going into the paleo diet, which yeah. a plant based paleo diet. Of course, you're going to see improvements. You were living like a freaking monster, yeah. and now all of a sudden you're making some positive choices for your health and exercising and making some conscious decisions and eating more vegetables and therefore gaining a greater yeah. nutrient intake. Of course, you're going to see freaking results. Exactly. Anyway, sorry. I'm calm. <laughs> calm. <laughs> so, so let's talk about first. I just wanted to give an overview, but mm. the the first twenty minutes were. Definitely the most, as I said, problematic, I think. And as I guess as... I want to put out there too, this mm. isn't about vegan bashing. I mean, we've talked about veganism before. This is veganism left at the door, this first 20 minutes yeah. in some capacity, I would yeah. say. Yeah, so this is just... This, this was this presentation, right, of looking at a diet and saying that protein and fats will lead to diabetes they will lead yeah. to heart disease and they will lead to cancer which i found deplorable just the some of the things that were said that would be like definite causes of cancer and they are yeah. the only causes of cancer, cancer. i just yeah. thought that was just disgusting to be honest i just i just was furious at the fact that they're talking about the current American diet and lifestyle, um, mm. the toxic, the extreme end of it. So yeah. the people who are living on processed meats mm-hmm. and let's not just that. I think it's really important to differentiate between meats and processed meats because they didn't make this clear. No, they kept drawing the two together and, yeah. and all the research is based on processed meats, but then they're looping in meats yeah. to that. And there's a complete freaking difference yeah. between um, sodium jacked, sugar jacked, hormone jacked, nitrates, cr- nitrate yeah. jacked crap to a nice filler of chicken, steak, whatever kind of meat we're talking yeah. about, and and also again part of a plant based diet, part of right? a pl- as part of a plant based so diet. So it's again that moderation aspect, as opposed to they're comparing one extreme to the other. They're comparing KFC to veganism and yeah. drawing the conclusion from that the yeah. freaking meat is toxic. Yeah. That's what they're doing. They're and like, here's this research, here's that research, and smack bang in the center, we're just going to extrapolate from yeah. that that if you eat meat, you're going to end up with cancer. Yeah. And the tests that they used, <laughs> in particular, not the tests, sorry, the research that they were pulling from a lot of it was taking a plant-based vegan diet and then comparing it to the diabetes association diet so again like what about comparing it to a diet that is still fundamentally plant-based yeah and has a lot of research behind it to show already that it is amazing for dealing with all sorts Absolutely. of health conditions yeah. like the mediterranean diet like the mediterranean <laughs> diet exactly Which, you know i got my just heckled up because there was a sweeping comment about how this um, the vegan diet was realistically the only diet with this research that showed that it would help mm. with these conditions. So yeah. It's like, have you just shut your eyes to everything else yeah. out there? The most studied diet without question, question. is oh, yeah. the Mediterranean diet that is just amazing across the board. And there's we can put it in our show notes. There's yeah. plenty of studies and there's an amazing study that has actually looked across the board at all yeah. of the different diets from yeah. a vegan vegetarian um all sorts of different diets mm. mediterranean inclusive and mediterranean just comes out at the top Hands all the time down and every what time. is mediterranean is fundamentally plant-based Plant based. but it also happens to include some quality 
protein from meat sources, fish, little bit of red meat, lots of legumes, some dairy probably in there from some quality sources, lots of oils, definitely high in quality oils. Yeah. Uh, It just just is ludicrous. It is just, again, just... (laughs) looking on the internet and pulling out what makes sense to support your, your wild theory. claims yeah. and it just makes me so mad <laughs> honestly i yeah first i was furious but let's okay so do you want to just go through and we'll talk about that first 20 minutes and just because i think the questions yeah. i had people ask me was well like someone asked me about cholesterol because i think cholesterol is mm. a very confusing topic for yeah. people and saturated fats and yeah. things like that so let's just in a nutshell um Cholesterol, they, they did bring up eggs as being the equivalent. Like, so one egg from a, a cholesterol and saturated fat point of view was equivalent to having, from a carcinogenic point of view, five cigarettes. You sure it was the egg? I thought that was the to do with the meat. No, I think it was, it was the egg. It was the okay. egg, yeah. And with the fry pan with the cigarettes? No, the fry oh. pan and cigarettes was talking about meat when they were feeding the kids the what cigarettes. What about the meat in the blender? I was probably no, having the fish. Yeah. They got the fish in the blender. <laughs> I was probably in, in a fit and juice bloody rage at that stage and missed that little part. But so cholesterol as it functions in the body, we do need it and we do need dietary cholesterol to some level. We do need, um, but cholesterol will be dysfunctional in the body if there's inflammation. Mm-hmm. Correct? Yeah, like, definitely. So we really need to let go of this notion that foods that contain cholesterol are going to give us mm. high cholesterol. If your body is functioning in an anti-inflammatory state or a, is, I'm trying to think of the right words Homeostasis. here. <laughs> Homeostasis. like just balance. <laughs> cholesterol foods are not going to drive a cholesterol response. Cholesterol um, upregulates in the body in response to an inflammatory process. Yeah. Whatever that, Whatever is driving that inf- infl- inflammation, so we could be looking at a diet high in sugar, mm-hmm. a diet high in um, you know, processed meats and all those sorts of things, um, smoking, sedentary lifestyle. There's a whole yeah. heap of things that are going to push cholesterol. Gut stress. Gut stress. Yeah. So you can't take that. This this information is dated. It's, yeah, it's so, so freaking dated. dated. Like, oh my god! It just, oh, and then to say that eggs is we still on bandwagon that eggs are bad. Like this is not the freaking eighties anymore. I'm sure it's like off the top of my head, it's about twenty percent maximum of dietary intake that has any effect on cholesterol. Like mm. majority of it is, as you said, it's in it's, regards to how your body's actually functioning biochemically yeah. and genetics and so forth. So yeah. it's so small to start yeah. with. And again, yeah, as you said, those sorts of outlooks are so dated. You look again at current research and all of it is now on the edge of looking at fats in a different way, whether they be your polys or your saturated, not your trans, of course, but looking at your equality fats and seeing that they're actually not having an effect on cholesterol levels, on HDL, on LDLs, on increased lipid profiles. So there's a lot of literature that's out there, but there's just been a blind eye turned to that in this, which is really really worrying because again people watch it and then it creates this fear doesn't it it does and this is i think the thing that annoyed me the most about the first 20 minutes or even this documentary or film in general is it was just a big scare tactic it was just like let's just drive home fear and confusion into the hearts of us into the hearts of society where there's already enough surrounding Mm. what we eat and now let's just say Oh, yeah, anyway. Yeah. Sugar, sh- the sugar thing the got sugar me. sugar was really, really just... So sugar God. is good as he, like, spans the freaking chocolate line at the supermarket? Are you... Oh, my God. 
<laughs> I like these things, these statements about how pretty much, yeah, you could just consume as much carbohydrates yeah. and sugars as you want. And, and you then, won't get fat and it won't have any negative impact on your body. <laughs> it's a fucking dream, mate. <laughs> We'd all go and live on chocolate if we could, but the body doesn't fucking work like that. <laughs> They go cruising their bombs. It took, what, four? <laughs> four podcasts till they dropped. Oh, God, it's so true. But I mean, that whole factor of, like, there was those the little diagrams and they had the sugar being converted through to glycogen mm. as stored energy. And they're like, you mm. know, if you have excess sugar, it'll just be short as, stored as glycogen. This is like, again, you crazy yeah. moron. <laughs> okay, now I'm getting a bit. But essentially, like, yes, you will store sugar. Or carbohydrates uh, as glycogen to a point. Once your glycogen is full, you will then convert through to just, fatty acids. I'm just like trying not to interrupt you here, it's but it's so like. And then at the part at the end of that though, because I did rewatch that section, I'm like, at the end of it, he goes, "Oh, at, there was a part where it sort of tapers off," and he's like, "Unless you eat excess excess caloric intake of carbohydrate or something," I'm like, "So you've just completely yeah. contradicted what you said by saying so." Obviously, if you eat too much sugar or carbohydrates, yeah. you are going to get fat. Yeah, but it didn't present like it. Yeah, maybe that little side note that he drops, yeah. but the way he presented then it, it was, was that like, you can eat so, so much sugar. So go to, go to town on carbohydrates, yeah. but don't have fat and protein. Because it'll just be stored <laughs> as glycogen, and it'll all be good. It's like there is that is just not how it works, works dude. Like no. you will store the certain. I don't know amount what biochemistry then, classes you went to. No, again, it's the cherry picking. It's mm. like all the biochemical pathways to do with how carbohydrates, proteins, fats are broken yeah. down and stored in the body. It's just yeah. like let's just take this one pathway yeah. and say this is pretty much all that we need this to is focus it. This, on. Yeah. And oh my god, it's just it, it just is so infuriated. I think I can use that word, but I don't know what else to say about it. I've got a few more terms that we could use, but might need to put some friggin' big bleeps across them. Um, oh my god! So, what was the next thing we want? I could, well, I guess you sort of mentioned about the eggs and the comparison there. Yeah. In regards to so even the saturated he, fats and so he forth. didn't even pull the study on that, but he said I recently. I think I even wrote this down. He said somewhere like I recently found a study that said consuming an egg where was it i don't know i can't remember but anyway and it was just like well where's the study dude like i want to see this study because based on some of the artists other studies you've pulled and the cherry picked bits of information you've pulled out of those yeah yeah i really anyway that's it and look again i mean it's this whole thing of like the looking at the vegan diet as the diet to put forward for helping with all of these different health mm. conditions. And like you were saying before, of course it's going to be beneficial when you're taking mm. it from one extreme to the other. Mm. And it's certainly not that we're saying that a vegan diet is bad. Yeah. But yeah, realistically it's he's putting it at the top of the pedestal and saying that this is the only way. And there's and no it's other not the only way. You can be vegan and be healthy and that's fantastic. But yeah. you, you can, can also, also eat some protein in your diet from meat you can also eat some dairy if your body can handle breaking that down you can also eat quality fats Mm. Uh, you can do all of those things like a mediterranean diet and still be in amazing health so don't make out that no matter what you do you're going to end up with heart disease diabetes or cancer unless you follow a vegan diet and then don't completely disregard too the fact this is the other thing that i think in in the michael moore part of the schizophrenia um they they're going through all this stuff and there was this i think a maybe a two second comment where they tried to loop in grass-fed 
and um, grass-fed um, meat into it. And I'm like, you yeah, can't eat. It was, really, even, quick, it was really quick. And it's like you only dropping that in there because you just want to cover it. But you know yeah. you don't have an ounce of evidence to stand on as far as looping of course if you pick meat that has lived in a crappy environment and it's pumped with hormones and they refed their own toxic you know carcasses and all Mm -hmm. that stuff that they're going on about of course that meat is not going to be great for human consumption or it's going to have you know the saturated fat content of it is going to be different it's going to be higher high you know and then you compare that with grass-fed and as opposed to grain-fed. They didn't even talk about no, that, was which was, I like found, at. yeah, which I think if you're going to, again, without completely bagging out what they've done, but if you're going to put a, an argument forward for what they, I think overall the probably intent of this documentary was maybe good, but mm. they've just totally blindsided all the relative pros and cons that they could have discussed openly and just made it this big bias attack on the industry the meat industry in a sense too without actually acknowledging that there is pros and cons within it that's it yeah it was all sort of lumped into one area wasn't it like it's not looking at one of my favorite i guess would you call it a documentary is um the guy out of the river cottage, um, Hugh Fernley Wittenstall. <laughs> oh my god, I always get his I'm name wrong. If I saw him. Yeah, it's amazing. And he his concept is like he's done a lot of changes mm. moving to more of a plant based diet. Mm. Um, but very much about that nose to tail concept and just teaching people about when it comes to eating meat, looking at using the whole animal yep. and getting them to like see an animal being slaughtered and see all yep. the different parts and thinking about different ways we can use that yep. and, you know, just then how those animals are treated. Like there's there's a whole spectrum of there's different a whole factors there that yeah, haven't even been looked at. Haven't even yeah. been acknowledged. No. Like, and oh, that really infuriated me because, again, it's just like you're going from one extreme eating yeah. lifestyle to a complete other and then just totally whitewashing everything in between as bad. Yeah, definitely. To, to, to draw your conclusion. I don't think that's fair. Yeah. Definitely. At all. (laughs) (laughs) And I think, you know, to sort of sum it up and I guess move in some ways to the other thing we wanted to talk a little Mm. bit about is, you know, this place, this this, um, place it's coming from is the fear factor. As you said, Mm. it's, it's igniting this fear of if I have these different types of foods that I will end up with these types of disease yeah. processes. And that's where we've seen, we've, we've received all this correspondence from people mm. because they're watching it and they're unsure and yeah. it's igniting fear within them. And they're like, hang on, is what I'm eating wrong? Yeah. Is what I thought that I was eating healthy actually doing me detriment? Yeah. Um, and that plays into this whole sphere of this like it's, obsession around healthy eating and what is actually healthy. Yeah, and it's the same like with people like obviously like just let's just bring carbohydrates back into the limelight. Mm. So we've got this guy on this documentary saying you can eat sugar and carbohydrates so the cows come home with little or no detriment to your health. Then yeah. you've got other big body bodying associations or people in the media limelight saying carbohydrates are completely bad for your health yeah. and don't touch them at all. So then now people are scared shitless of carbohydrates. Yeah. Where's the balance? Like yeah. this is what and this is what it comes to. <laughs> you and I yeah. sitting in the middle ranting. Just ranting about the absurdity of all this Fear, these fear tactics. Yeah. If you eat carbohydrates in a balanced sense, in the right types, depending for your body, they're not going yeah. to cause you harm. If you have excess, excess processed amounts of carbohydrates, they're going to cause you harm. Like yeah. it's just, 
If you have no carbohydrates, it's going to cause you yeah. <laughs> And you know what? Actually, us sitting, when I say that, us sitting in the middle in some capacity because you've got, you've got those two extremes, right? Mm. But you and I and people probably sitting in a position of working with the public in regards mm. to health, like literally maybe more of a practitioner role, we're the ones that see people come in our door in an absolute mess of confusion. Yeah, they're and health these, is a mess as well exactly, sometimes. But they're on these they're on these very restricted diets because of all of this misinformation and they're not sure what to eat anymore. Mm. And I sort of, you know, I look at something like this and I'm just like, oh my God, for those people, it's going to just restrict even further and yeah. further and further. And yeah. then, you know, I think we've mentioned it previously how you'll end up in a place where all you feel comfortable eating is vegetables it seems yeah. to be the only safe group left yeah. but as yeah. long as they don't have starch or carbohydrates yeah, them, yeah exactly you, you know? can have your veggies but and no carrots because they're too high in sugar like when yeah. people said it to or me yeah, for, yeah, fuck. <laughs> when people said it to me they're like but can i have carrots and beetroot i'm like why wouldn't you be like oh because they're high in sugar i'm like oh my god and that's not picking on the person in front of me that's just it's the misinformation and what people out there like there's a uh, there's a responsibility for anyone who is making documentaries or has a really high social media profile or has any influence over like let's say the mainstream yeah eaters yeah you've got to get your information right guys because you're really fucking with people's lives (laughs) (laughs) no it is true it is true i mean we talked about you know the term orthorexia when we were chatting about this previously and Mm. how this documentary realistically is part of feeding into that machine Feeding into that machine absolutely you know orthorexia is you know i'm not sort of coming up with any dictionary term here but essentially you've got people who have got a disordered eating pattern because of their obsession with healthy it, with, eating yeah. and it has become so extreme that they've backed themselves into this yeah. corner in this tight box and yeah. they're so afraid of eating anything that's going yeah. to cause their body harm yeah. um like you know, and it, that this is where these types of yeah. misinformation um yeah scenarios can lead to yeah like even just i think back to the documentary they talked about the um is it the heterocyclic amines did you hear and like i've obviously like that is a known carcinogen they did make a good point about that but then they're saying all chicken is contains these that those sorts of carcinogenic compounds form when you fry food or you cook it at high temperatures or you burn it which you know in fairness i love a good piece of (laughs) burnt toast or something (laughs) (laughs) but but let's just it all comes back to putting into a balanced diet if you're gonna eat burnt fried chicken every day of your life of course that's going to become carcinogenic in your body or it is carcinogenic you ingest it but if it's as you know like if you're having it once a month there's it needs to be put into proportion which i've had clients that are like oh i don't i don't barbecue anything or i don't do this because i'm too scared to i'm like or i'll never yeah i won't eat bacon or anything like that ever again those but sorts of things but again it's like well where is the bacon from is yeah. it you can buy nitrate free bacon you can get this and get that if you're not eating it every single day of your life and it's like about it doesn't putting... mean if you go out to a cafe yeah. once every sort of fortnight or once every three weeks and you have a meal that's got a little bit of bacon in that's it for breakfast gonna... you will not die yeah, you will not get <laughs> cancer from that and it's just the, but it's putting into perspective like if you if they're going to start creating fear around everything you put mm. into your mouth and you're going to start creating fear about the bloody oxygen that we breathe in every yeah. day working in the city or yeah. car fumes. Well, it's like, interesting you say that because I the one of the things that really <laughs> one of <laughs> <laughs> yeah because that 
<laughs> as she grips the grip. pen in her vice. <laughs> Psycho. Oh my god. I don't know. Like, I think, I think the one aspect that really pissed me the most was this, um, this whole concept of comparing eating these foods to cancer and pulling studies and going essentially if you eat, yeah, if you eat these types of foods, yeah, you will get cancer. You know, and yeah. then if if you look at other information out there at mm. the moment like let's talk no i don't want to go into it in detail but electromagnetic fields or rays that's another thing right i was actually now, even right? thinking that like so you could like look at studies at the moment information <laughs> out that and you can pull it apart and i've heard people do that and go cancer 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 this is what's causing cancer yeah and i'm just like that is so wrong like yes yeah. there is a multitude of reasons for yeah. cancer and, and why a- they happen and they can sometimes maybe be attributed to these these things that you know whether it is like high intake of processed meats or you know electromagnetic rays and so Mm. forth but there's so many other factors at play there's genetics sometimes bad shit happens and that really really frustrates me because i've had clients over the years that i've seen pass away from cancer and their diets have been amazing and they've done everything that they can. And sometimes bad stuff just happens. So don't sometimes you just doubt there. Oh, yeah, (laughs) yeah. yeah. You know, I I just just think that's so wrong. I I really do. Yeah, Yeah. no, it's it's friggin' true, though. Like, it it honestly is. I just think there was a few good points that they made in the documentary where they were just saying they were kind of, in a way, acknowledging that diet really impacts their health, which I loved. Yeah, for sure. But then they're going down the wrong path with it. It's just like, oh, guys, like, I don't know. But, yeah, I just, I totally agree with you on that. Like, sometimes... Yeah, cancer, it's such a controversial topic, but then to sit there and try and drive fear into the hearts of people with things like that when there's so many other factors at play that need to be considered. Genetics being a huge one. Yeah. But, yeah, we're not going to get into that whole thing. Yeah. But (laughs) I I totally agree. Like, I just think you can't just look at go, if you're going to eat this, this will cause this. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So, look. (laughs) Oh, God, yeah. Sorry about our rant. As usual, we're probably maybe upset a few people. I'm not sure. I don't know. I don't think so. I don't I think like so we're because I'm pretty diplomatic. Yeah, <laughs> to, a, to a point. You know, again, to reiterate, this isn't about saying that veganism is not the way as no. such for some people Jess and who I choose to do it. We've talked about that before. We've done. We're massive advocates for plant-based yeah. diets, but we're massive. We just want their bit to be balanced and common sense when it comes to eating because we've just now live in this society where common sense does not prevail when it comes to food anymore it's all about extremism like so the orexias like of healthy eating yeah where everything's just got to be extreme like extreme fasting extreme juicing extreme pulling food groups it's just yeah yeah scanning through social media and seeing what other people are doing and going like that's it that's what i have to do or watching one freaking documentary and and without like do you like i don't know like i guess i've come from a place where i've all been taught to question everything yeah so i won't make my mind up about something until i'm convinced myself that it's right but there's a lot of people out there that will watch a documentary like this and then from that flip their lives upside down thinking that they're maybe Mm. making the right health decision Mm. of course if you are eating a rubbish diet and you switch to a plant-based diet you are making the right decision completely agree but 
I don't think this film yeah. represents that. No, it doesn't. And again, if you if you were to watch that and do that flip without having the right guidance, you could then end up in other areas of problems which we've talked about yeah. with the, if a vegan diet's not done properly. So yeah. someone's like, oh, I'm going to go vegan. And then they're missing out on all these fundamental yeah. um, nutrients and certain yeah. types of macronutrients and so forth. So, yeah, again, oh. it's got to be done in, in that balanced way. Yeah, and put into context of what's going to work for your life and for yeah. you. And Yeah, oh, for sure. I'm kind of like peaked with our rant. Calm <laughs> back down. <laughs> crash hard it's like, it's like a sugar crash for us <laughs> a research crash that's it so i think that covers everything that we really wanted to put out there as we said that was mainly that we just want first wanted... 20 minutes of the film yeah. i think that really did the most um and i guess <laughs> damage. yeah and i guess if you have watched this film and you do have questions then just about anything that you've seen in it because obviously mm. there i made a crap load of notes and we haven't even yeah. like touched on half of those but i jess and i have both pulled the research like yeah and stuff like that and we've had a look at it so if you do have questions about mm-hmm. anything that you've seen on the documentary and you still feel like you're not 100% convinced sitting either way from either what we've said or what they've said, then pop us an email or just contact us and we will say, yes, this point yeah. is valid, no, this point. Because there were some valid points oh, in there. They were, like yeah. we're not completely bagging it. We're just saying there's a lot of points in there that they chose to make the highlight points yeah. that aren't necessarily correct. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. yeah, we're more than happy to go further into certain areas, yeah. provide more current research. More current there's, res- there's so much that's available, yeah. but we don't want to sit here and just... Bore you with re- research and just and pick, cherry pick like what they've done. Yeah, <laughs> but it wouldn't even be that. Like we could just like yeah, oh my we'll God, hit- the amount of research we could bring that is current. current. Just but I don't. Yeah, we don't want yeah. to sit here and go through that. It'd be really dry and boring. He'd yeah. rather hear us rant and Chris yeah. swear. <laughs> <laughs> Lucky you didn't hear me when I was yelling at my iPad when I first watched it. This is like this is like a few conversations in. Far out. All right, well, um yeah, any questions, queries, any feedback, leave us a comment. Um, we'd love to hear from you. You can do so on our social media feeds or here on iTunes or SoundCloud if you're listening on SoundCloud. Yep. Um, make sure you give us a five-star rating because we are awesome. And even, yeah, don't worry. Sorry about my swearing. <laughs> <laughs> and share too. I'm not sure if you know how to do that, but, yeah, get on to that little, I think it's on the bottom right. You can click that little box with the arrow and share the episode. So get us out there and share the love. Share the love or the yeah. rants, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> um, it was awesome chatting to you guys. And, and chatting to you, Jess. <laughs> nice chatting with you. <laughs> and we're out of here. Okay, have a good day, guys. Bye. Bye.